No Strings Attached by Apostle Jacqueline Fidori. Humanity is being held captive by Satan and his unseen forces of demonic spirits that operate through the web of man's governments, banking systems, education, and culture. All are characterized by his immoral standards and designed to cause man to break God's spiritual laws. Most of mankind is oblivious to the fact they are ensnared and unaware that through their lawlessness they became puppets of beings that willfully chose to oppose God. Think about how good and wonderful life was in the beginning. Everything that does not measure up to that original perfection in our lives means a string was pulled somewhere by the enemy that caused our unhappy circumstances to materialize. For instance, Eve chose the wrong knowledge. Now we are trapped in that same tainted knowledge or thinking today. We call it intellect. It will fail us. It is good to a degree, but evil as well, as is its donor, Satan. He successfully encouraged Eve to break God's law, stating plainly, Do not eat the knowledge of the tree of good and evil, meaning, do not let him feed you his lies. Do not eat the fruit of his lips. The tree of life, the mind of Christ, was readily available to her, and we can see how her wrong choice continues to affect all of mankind today. Genesis chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, knowledge, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. This is the lie of all lies. So when the woman saw that the tree of good and evil was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, an angel of light, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. See how others are affected? We as her descendants are fed this tainted knowledge from the cradle on. If we sin, and it is almost inevitable that we will, because of our misguided knowledge, Satan has the right to attach strings to us also. Therefore, our actions are many times just as detrimental to us as Eve's were to her, and again, it affects others as well. The good news is, if we die to who we are in baptism and are born again, we can be fed truth and all past strings severed and removed, no longer a part of the cursed Adamic race. We are set free. But if we sin again, even as a new creature, the strings can be easily reattached. We begin to understand how beautiful the gift of repentance is and appreciate so much more the opportunity Jesus afforded us by covering our mistakes with his blood if we repent. Satan's plans for us, thankfully, are thwarted through the truth our testimony is built on and the blood of the Lamb. In other words, Jesus came to set the captives free in fulfillment of Isaiah 61. Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings. He taught truth to overcome Satan's lies to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, 
to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. He releases the cords of iniquity from us through his ministers and sets us free of demonic oppression or influence to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Spirits of grief, depression, stress, etc. To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Notice, those that are set free are called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. They are no longer fastened or bound to Satan, the tree of good and evil. They are free to choose Jesus, the tree of life. This also means through baptism and our rebirth through Christ, we have his name, and in his name, we too have the authority to cast out the devils that try to take us captive. We do not want the enemy's strings on us any longer, causing us to make wrong decisions that inadvertently harm others. See the Isaiah Project on our website for deliverance. A good example of being demonically misled and harming others can be found as we look at all those that have tried to predict when the supposed rapture will take place or when the end will come. People sell their homes, leave jobs, friends and family because someone with a spirit of error deceives and misleads them. This is why God tells us to separate from the world and cut the strings attached to us through our entanglement with its people and systems. Mystery Babylon, that encompasses all the world's religions, has many soothsayers and false prophets standing ready to snare humanity like a kitten in a ball of yarn. If only God's people would read the scriptures for themselves, the Holy Spirit would open truth to them, protecting them from the lies and cords of the enemy. For instance, if we were familiar with the following scriptures, we would not be as easily swayed to believe someone could actually predict God's timing. Matthew chapter 24 verse 36 says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Pretty plain, is it not? Mark chapter 13, verses 32 and 33. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Take heed, watch and pray, for you do not know when the time is. Even more understandable. Luke chapter 12, verse 40. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Doesn't get much clearer than that. These scriptures were penned by three eyewitnesses, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, who walked with Christ personally and heard him teach these things. Yet people still claim they know the exact times. Hello? 
Do you see the lie? Satan is still saying, you can be like God, and people are falling for it today in huge numbers. They are nothing more than Satan's toys, just as Eve was. At the enemy's urging, man twists and turns the scriptures, figures mathematically, and researches history. But as Enoch, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, they figure to their error. The sad result, these predictions erode man's faith in God when it isn't God letting them down. Mankind is fooled because they want to control their own destiny and intellectualize life for themselves. It is the original sin. They want to be wise, make their own decisions, and decipher when and how God will carry out His plans. Well, guess what? The Word says, God's ways are not our ways. So how can intellect, gleaned from the tree of good and evil, not be imperfect and at odds with the Lord? While we're at it, let's expose a few more lies. Psalm chapter 37, verse 11. But the meek shall inherit the earth and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. What happened to our going to heaven? We can see from Scripture we do not. It's a lie. We go to paradise. If God explained in Jude that He punished the angels for leaving their natural habitat in heaven to live on earth, why then would He allow man, whom He created to dwell on earth, to live in heaven? Ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 4 shows us another falsehood. One generation passes away and another generation comes, but the earth abides forever. We are falsely taught the earth will be destroyed when Scripture plainly states the earth abides forever. Another lie exposed. The earth will be purged of all evil, but then refurbished and made new, not destroyed. Matthew chapter 5 verse 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Oops, there it is again. They are not going to heaven. Out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, the word is established, remember? In case you are not familiar with the scripture I just quoted, I will include it. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. This will be the third time I am coming to you. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. With that scripture in mind, let us read Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets, and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth again. The earth remains. We can also see from the above scripture that God will destroy Satan's human pets that are harming the earth with oil spills, weather changes, nuclear weapons, etc. So let us reevaluate. The earth isn't going anywhere, and neither are we. So that blows the rapture theory also. Oh well, just another lie. Who is the father of the lie? You remember, it's our adversary, the devil, 
Satan, that old dragon or serpent, whatever you wish to call him or know him as. In closing, let us pray. Set man free, Almighty God, from Satan's evil knowledge and lies. Sever the strings of the adversary and let mankind learn the truth in tranquility and peace and fulfillment of the scripture and promises found in Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. For a thousand years, people will be fed truth without Satan's intervention. Luke chapter 12, verse 32, shows us this was God's plan all along. Do not fear, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Remember, Jesus taught us to pray, His kingdom come, His will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Revelation chapter 21, verse 4. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. No strings attached.